0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Do you want to deepen your understanding of theology, ministry, leadership, justice, and more? Stay tuned to Learn About Seminary Now, a streaming video platform to
1: help church leaders meet the demands of ministry today. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your Word is truth, Your
0: Word is life. Presented by Inner City Press. Your
1: Word is truth, Your Word
0: is life. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson
1: and Akemeni Uwan. Get in the Word, and may the Word get in us.
0: Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word.
1: Old Testament reading, Malachi chapter 2, verses 10 through Malachi chapter 4. Malachi chapter 2, beginning at verse 10. The rebellion of the people. Do we not all have one Father? Did not one God create us? Why do we betray one another, thus making light of the covenant of our ancestors? Judah has become disloyal and unspeakable sins have been committed in Israel and Jerusalem. For Judah has profaned the holy things that the Lord loved and has turned to a foreign God. May the Lord cut off from the community of Jacob every last person who does this, as well as the person who presents improper offerings to the Lord of heaven's armies. You also do this. You cover the altar of the Lord with tears as you weep and groan because he no longer pays any attention to the offering nor accepts it favorably from you yet you ask why the Lord is testifying against you on behalf of the wife you married when you were young, to whom you have become unfaithful even though she is your companion and wife by law. No one who has even a small portion of the spirit in him does this. What did our ancestors do when seeking a child from God? Be attentive then to your own spirit, for one should not be disloyal to the wife he took in his youth. I hate divorce, says the Lord God of Israel and the one who is guilty of violence, says the Lord of heaven's army. Pay attention to your conscience, and do not be unfaithful. Resistance to the Lord through self-deceit. You have wearied the Lord with your words, but you say, How have we wearied him? Because you say, Everyone who does evil is good in the Lord's opinion, and he delights in them. Or, Where is the God of justice? Malachi chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. I am about to send my messenger who will clear the way before me. Indeed, the Lord you are seeking will suddenly come to his temple, and the messenger of the covenant, whom you long for, is certainly coming, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Who can endure the day of his coming? Who can keep standing when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire, like a launderer's soap. He will act like a refiner and a purifier of silver, and will cleanse the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then they will offer the Lord a proper offering. The offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasing to the Lord, as in former times in years past. I will come to you in judgment. I will be quick to testify against those who practice divination, those who commit adultery, those who break promises, and those who exploit workers, widows, and orphans, who refuse to help the resident foreigner, and in this way show they do not fear me, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Resistance to the Lord through selfishness. Since I, the Lord, do not go back on my promises, you, sons of Jacob, have not perished. From the days of your ancestors, you have ignored my commandments and have not kept them. Return to me, And I will return to you, says the Lord of heaven's armies. But you say, how should we return? Can a person rob God? You are indeed robbing me. But you say, how are we robbing you in tithes and contributions? You are bound for judgment because you are robbing me. This whole nation is guilty. Bring the entire tithe into the storehouse so that there may be food in my temple Test me in this matter, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, to see if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out blessing for you until there is no room for it all. Then I will stop the plague from ruining your crops, and the vine will not lose its fruit before the harvest, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. All nations will call you blessed, for you indeed will live in a delightful land, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Resistance to the Lord through self-sufficiency. You have criticized me sharply, says the Lord, but you ask, how have we criticized you? You have said, it is useless to serve God. How have we been helped by keeping his requirements and going about like mourners before the Lord of heaven's armies? So now we consider the arrogant to be blessed. Indeed, those who practice evil are successful. In fact, those who challenge God escape. Then those who respected the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord took notice. A scroll was prepared before him in which were recorded the names of those who respected the Lord and honored his name. They will belong to me, says the Lord of heaven's armies. In the day when I prepare my own special property, I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you will see that I make a distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not. Malachi chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. For indeed the day is coming, burning like a furnace, and all the arrogant evildoers will be chaff. The coming day, will burn them up, says the Lord of heaven's armies. It will not leave them, even a root or branch. But for you who respect my name, the sun of vindication will rise with healing wings, and you will skip about like calves released from the stall. You will trample on the wicked, for they will be like ashes under the soles of your feet on the day that I am preparing, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Restoration through the Lord. Remember the law of my servant Moses, to whom at Horeb I gave rules and regulations for all Israel to obey. Look, I will send you Elijah, the prophet, before the great and terrible day of the Lord arrive. He will encourage fathers and their children to return to me, so that I will not come and strike the earth with judgment. Proverbs chapter 23, verses 23 through 35. Acquire truth and do not sell it. Wisdom and discipline and understanding. The father of a righteous person will rejoice greatly. Whoever fathers a wise child will have joy in him. May your father and your mother have joy. May she who bore you rejoice. Give me your heart, my son, and let your eyes observe my ways. For a prostitute is like a deep pit, a harlot is like a narrow well. Indeed, she lies in wait like a robber and increases the unfaithful among men. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaints? Who has wounds without cause? Who has dullness of the eyes? Those who linger over wine, those who go looking for mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. Afterward, it bites like a snake and stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things, and your mind will speak perverse things, and you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea, and like one who lies down on the top of the rigging. You will say, They have struck me, but I am not harmed. They beat me but I did not know it. When will I awake? I will look for another drink. New Testament Reading Revelation Chapter 17 through Revelation Chapter 18 Revelation Chapter 17 Beginning at verse 1 The great prostitute and the beast. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and spoke to me. Come, he said, I will show you the condemnation and punishment of the great prostitute who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed sexual immorality, and the earth's inhabitants got drunk with the wine of her immorality. So he carried me away in the spirit to a wilderness, and there I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was full of blasphemous names, and had seven heads and ten horns. Now the woman was dressed in purple and scarlet clothing, and adorned with gold, precious stones, and pearls. She held in her hand a golden cup filled with detestable things and unclean things from her sexual immorality. On her forehead was written a name, a mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the detestable things of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of the saints and the blood of those who testified to Jesus. I was greatly astounded when I saw her. But the angel said to me, Why are you astounded? I will interpret for you the mystery of the woman and of the beast with the seven heads and ten horns that carries her. The beast you saw was and is not, but is about to come up from the abyss and then go to destruction. The inhabitants of the earth All those whose names have not been written in the book of life since the foundation of the world will be astounded when they see that the beast was and is not, but is to come. This requires a mind that has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains, the woman sits on. They are also seven kings, five have fallen. One is and the other has not yet come, but whenever he does come, he must remain for only a brief time. The beast that was and is not is himself an eighth king, and yet, is one of the seven and is going to destruction. The ten horns that you saw are ten kings who have not yet received a kingdom, but will receive ruling authority as kings with the beast for one hour. These kings have a single intent, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. They will make war with the lamb, but the lamb will conquer them, because he is lord of lords and king of kings. And those accompanying the lamb are the called, chosen, and faithful. Then the angel said to me, the waters you saw where the prostitute is seated are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The ten horns that you saw and the beasts, these will hate the prostitute and make her desolate and naked. They will consume her flesh and burn her up with fire. For God has put into their minds to carry out his purpose by making a decision to give their royal power to the beasts until the words of God are fulfilled. As for the woman you saw, she is the great city that has sovereignty over the kings of the earth. Revelation chapter 18, beginning at verse 1. Babylon is destroyed. After these things, I saw another angel who possessed great authority coming down out of heaven, and the earth was lit up by his radiance. He shouted with a powerful voice, Fallen, fallen, is Babylon the great. She has become a lair for demons, a haunt for every unclean spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detested beast. For all the nations have fallen from the wine of her immoral passion, and the kings of the earth have committed sexual immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have gotten rich from the power of her sensual behavior. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, so you will not take part in her sins, and so you will not receive her plagues, because her sins have piled up all the way to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Repay her the same way she repaid others. Pay her back double, corresponding to her deeds in the cup she mixed, Mix double the amount for her, as much as she exalted herself and lived in sensual luxury. To this extent, give her torment and grief, because she said to herself, I rule as queen and am no widow. I will never experience grief. For this reason, she will experience her plagues in a single day, disease, mourning, and famine, and she will be burned down with fire, because the Lord God who judges her is powerful. Then the kings of the earth who committed immoral acts with her and lived in sensual luxury with her will weep and wail for her when they see the smoke from the fire that burns her up. They will stand a long way off because they are afraid of her torment and will say, Woe, woe, O great city, Babylon the powerful city, for in a single hour your doom has come. Then the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn for her because no one buys their cargo any longer. Cargo, such as gold, silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen purple cloth, silk, scarlet cloth, all sorts of things made of citron wood, all sorts of objects made of ivory, all sorts of things made of expensive wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cinnamon, spice, incense, perfumed ointment, frankincense, wine, olive oil, and costly flour, wheat, cattle, and sheep, horses, and four-wheeled carriages, slaves, and human lives. The ripe fruit you greatly desired has gone from you, and all your luxury and splendor have gone from you, they will never, ever be found again. The merchants who sold these things, who got rich from her, will stand a long way off because they are afraid of her torment. They will weep and mourn, saying, Woe, woe, O great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet clothing, and adorned with gold, precious stones, and pearls, because in a single hour such great wealth has been destroyed, and every ship's captain, and all who sail along the coast, seamen, and all who make their living from the sea stood a long way off and began to shout when they saw the smoke from the fire that burned her up who was like the great city and they threw dust on their heads and were shouting with weeping and mourning woe woe o oh great city in which all those who had ships on the sea got rich from her wealth because in a single hour she has been destroyed rejoice over her o oh heaven and you saints and apostles and prophets for god has pronounced judgment against her on your behalf Then one powerful angel picked up a stone like a huge millstone, threw it into the sea, and said, With this kind of sudden violent force, Babylon, the great city, will be thrown down, and it will never be found again. And the sound of the harpists, musicians, flute players, and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No craftsman who practices any trade will ever be found in you again. The noise of a mill will never be heard in you again. Even the light from a lamp will never shine in you again. The voices of the bridegroom and his bride will never be heard in you again. For your merchants were the tycoons of the world, because all the nations were deceived by your magic spells. The blood of the saints and prophets was found in her, along with the blood of all those who had been killed on the earth. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace, all wise, sovereign. Lord, thank you for your word. God, I just thank you, O God, for just the themes, O God, and the importance, O God, of wisdom, O God, and how the Proverbs highlight and lift up the one who has a a wise son. They will have joy. God, I just pray, even for wisdom and even here in in Revelation, O God, we see, O God, that only those with a wise mind can perceive and begin to understand the things written therein, O God. So I pray, O God, that you will make us a people that are wise for salvation, O God. We know, oh God, that your word says that if we ask for wisdom, oh God, in the book of James, oh God, if we ask for wisdom, you will give it to us and you give it to us generously, oh God. So would you give us wisdom, oh God? Would you give us discernment, oh God, in these last and evil days, oh God? When we hear and we read passages, oh God, in Revelation, like this one, oh God, about judgment and judging, oh God, and this woman, oh God, and those who had opposed you and those who drank the blood of the saints, who feasted on the blood, who loved the to kill your prophets who loved to torture your people, O oh God. And we see, O oh God, that your judgment did not sleep, that you it did indeed and will indeed judge, O oh God, those who have profaned your name, those who have blasphemed you, those who have harmed and killed mercilessly, killed your saints, O oh God. That is, if they do not confess their sin, turn and repent and then and thus be saved, O oh God. When we hear those judgment passages, oh God, sometimes there's a tendency, oh God, for us to think like, oh, that seems harsh or or, that's just too much. or Why is God doing all of that? Oh God, but would you help us, oh God, to remember to be a a people that embraces humility. Help us, oh God, to know that we are not more gracious than you. We can never be more gracious than God. So would you help us to know and to trust, oh God, that your judgments are right because you are holy. You are holy oh God, are all wise. You, O oh God, are the one, O oh God, who knows the end from the beginning, O oh God. So we entrust our lives to you, O oh God, and we pray that we wouldn't be found as the recipients of your judgments, O oh God, but that we will be passing through the judgment because of the blood of the Lamb shed for us, O oh God. So would you help us, O oh God, to wave the bloodstained banner every single day, to not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, because it is the power of God unto salvation, O oh God, and that you would help us, O oh God, to shine our lights, O oh God. In this dark and cold world, Lord, I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Seminary Now is an on demand subscription based educational platform for pastors and lay church leaders. Featuring many of your favorite IVP authors like Esau McCulley, Tish Harrison Warren, Chad Brennan, and myself christina barland edmondson these video courses and certification programs deliver exclusive biblical theological and practical ministry training from a diverse group of leading educators and thought leaders accessible and convenient seminary now courses cover practical ministry subjects like preaching evangelism mental health racial reconciliation women in ministry and more visit seminarynow.com to start learning today